myself how very lucky you are to be married to someone like me superior spouse i always know what's true superior spouse i know what's good for you superior spouse i know just what to say superior spouse to make your problems go away superior 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 spouse Hi, welcome to Superior Spouse. I'm your host, Chris Rasky, and this is a not-so-serious couples game show where we take turns attempting to prove who is the better half. We will open this up to your comments and critiques to try and determine who, for this episode at least, outshine the other and reveal the winner the next show. I have here with me, by invitation only, of course, my semi-permanent guests on this podcast and in my life. Drum roll, please. Chelsea Rasky. Chelsea, uh, what are your thoughts on this intro? Um, I have a few, actually. Yeah, I'm taking notes. Go um, ahead. It's very long and just very... Um, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's very you, but a little too much you. Too much me? A little. How can I be me but not too much me? Um, I think you yourself are very, um, very potent. Potent. I think you need to like dilute fart. yourself. Dilute <laughs> myself. Okay, yeah. So that's why I have her on on here with me. To, I would uh, say keep you, me grounded. It, it's definitely too long. You have a, a a few moments in there that are pretty funny, mm. but it's just. You gotta get in and get out before people get bored, and yeah, it, yeah. Well, I did come up with it all on my own in 10 minutes while doing the dishes, while you were sleeping, by the way. So that's where I got my I told you that I, I wasn't gonna be planning or doing the heavy lifting on this. This is your yes. project. Yes, you're not even spotting me. I just need you to spot me in case I drop, I drop it on myself. That's, that's the, the amount of commitment we need here. Okay. Yeah, so after trying to script this first episode out with my wife, well, it went about as well all, as I we could have expected. Well, first of all, we need to explain that this is your project. Like you liked to point out in your little intro that I am just a guest here. So if this <laughs> fails, this is not my... This The burden That's is good. not That's on fine. me. I just want to make that clear. I'll take it. I'll get all the glory, all the blame. That's fair. So yeah, you know, as you can already see, I, I had some difficulty trying to convince her to do this, you know, and... When I try to script it out, you know, we should have a script, at least some sort of guidance, you know, to how this goes. She started to tear it apart, poking holes at it, laughing at me. So I'm just going to do my best. I'll let her critique me along the way and we'll, and we'll go. We'll go from here. Uh, in fact, this is probably the best way to reveal the dynamic that I that I have to deal with on a daily basis. So I think I think this is the, uh, the best way to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I came up with this idea. A, because it's quarantine time, there's nothing better to do right now. Uh, the kids are finally in bed and, you know, we need some sort of couple activity that's different than watching, you know, Chelsea's reality TV shows. So, oh um, my gosh. So, and then uh, the second one is, you know, my wife and I always have these fun little conversations and I just wish more people could kind of, you know, be the fly in the wall, could kind of see what's going on here and maybe empathize with me as, as, the, uh, as the husband here. So we've got a little bit of narcissistic tendencies to think that we're so riveting that other people would want to listen to us, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I needed to explain any further. I do need a little more sympathy here from a, from a wider <laughs> audience because my wife thinks I'm oh, a narcissist. So we, we understand that in every marriage there are moments where, how can I say this? one spouse tends to come across as maybe smarter or more mature than the other. Uh, maybe you want some insight into this in your own relationship. Maybe this will give you some extra leverage to prove a point or win an argument you're having. Or maybe this will be the dose of humility you need to admit that your other half is, well, your better half. Or maybe this will destroy your marriage. <laughs> maybe this will. Uh, at least we'll be exploring these parental moments, parenting moments, and superior moments every other week or so. 
Uh, we welcome your participation, ideas, thoughts, and hope to hear about who, in your opinion, is the superior spouse. You know, my vote, I, I think it's already clear my vote is, but uh, <laughs> we obviously are trying to pull the public here. Uh, so yeah, how do I do with my uh, explanation, Chelsea? Anything you want to add there? I would just say concise is key. You know, you don't have to be so verbose. So verbose. Yeah. Yeah. So verbose. And I use words like verbose because that's the kind of language you like to talk in. Yeah. I thought you talk like that because your mom's an English teacher and, and, uh. We're not bringing parents into this discussion, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) as the accident planner I am, I wanted to try and break this, this episode down into a few organized segments so you listeners can know what's up ahead. Chelsea tends to get easily off track otherwise. So, uh, First, we'll start with our superior moment for the week, where we'll each share what we feel mm. was an example of our strong relationship, parenting, or life skills. Uh, so, you know, do you want to go first to this, Chelsea, or should I, uh, should I shoot? I'll let you go first. Okay. Yeah, that so way I, I can have time to prepare. It was hard to narrow down what the exact superior moment was. I had a lot <laughs> so of so many had choices, of, right? So many to choose from. I had a lot of excellent moments. From the moments. moment you wake up and take your first glorious breath in the morning, right? <laughs> exactly. You you understand? You know oh me so gosh. well. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be really hard for me to but get through this. I I decided to narrow it down. I think my most heroic moment, and I think most husbands can sympathize, was when I gave you a massage without asking for one return and we'll, we'll talk about oh you know gosh. it was the end of the day you know she's tired and sore from all her all her hard I work even... all, all her working out you know been doing some beach body routine and uh getting in shape here in quarantine time and she was complaining you know about how her how sore she was and I was like, hey, why don't we give each other massages? I don't even and, like massages. And, and, and you, what was your reply when I asked, why don't we give each other massages? What was your reply? <laughs> I told you that I didn't want one because I wasn't, I was so drained and physically tired that I was not in a place where I could reciprocate to you. Oh, so you did I not say you, it so okay, clearly. Okay, maybe I didn't explain <laughs> it like that, but I told you I'll, I, I think don't it was want more... one. I'm not able to give. A massage back. Mm, it I, was it was more along the lines of, if you give me a massage and you're gonna want one back, <laughs> I don't want to have to I do that. I didn't say it like that, and you're exaggerating. And then, and then what bit. did I say? I said, you know what? I'm just I, I'm not gonna ask you for one back. I'm just gonna give it to you guilt free, a beautiful <laughs> massage. Yeah, guilt free until I bring it up later during the podcast to yeah. make you feel guilty. Well, or use it as leverage to win. Well, isn't that the point of the show? But we that wasn't pre-planned. At that moment, it was just, you know. See, that's the problem with this show. Now, anytime you do something good, I'm going to wonder if you're doing it so that you can win this podcast I think show. it'll be good for our marriage. Yeah. It's going to spur us to greater heights of service towards one another. Yeah. What about you? Can you top that? Oh, I absolutely can. Like, it's not even hard. All right. Um, Entertainment Center. I put that thing together all by myself. That Uh, took, like, two and a half hours. And then after I put it together, I moved the old one, which was super heavy, out of the way. I took off the TV and put it on the new one. I, like, fixed all the cords, made the cords look good. I did all that, all on my own. Now, see, and I would have given this to you. But there's two, there's two major caveats. One is that I told you to wait till after the kids were in bed so we could do it together. I thought I was doing and something you, nice by no, doing it. No, on you my got own. bored. What you told me, I come in after the, I, I decided to take the kids outside to get some sunshine because you know we try to give them at least some vitamin D every other day in quarantine. We we believe in some sunlight is important. Uh, Chelsea prefers to keep the blinds down during the day, so the no, mom's sound, I sound do like, not. You're such she's a little liar. paranoid about I like people ha- looking oh in the house. Gosh, no, I'm not. So, so anyway, I like the windows open. I wanted to do this intermittent uh, center together because I know how complex you it can be. And I was, to. don't say I wanted to do it together. I know from prior experience, anyone who's done any IKEA furniture can it's not can, IKEA can understand. Furniture. 
that uh, just one little mishap can flip the whole thing around. And, and let's ask, let's test her here. Oh, where, where, how flawless no, was her execution? Because I have no track record with assembling furniture, right? How many pieces of furniture have I put together solely on my own? I did our dresser. I did Riley's dresser. I did, um, let's see, I did all the shelves we have. Yeah. And you did a bookcase. It's true. That's what you've done. One it's bookcase. True. That's but the whole house. That kind of goes with... And then I fix You them. like to feel like you're the man in a relationship, oh, so gosh. I kind of have to let you do this these This isn't things. an isolated incident. Or, yeah. Isolated. Anyway, I didn't finish my thought. So that was that was the one caveat why it's not superior to what I did. <laughs> and the second, the second caveat was uh, you had all that foam particle board spread out and all the little screws, and we have a one-year-old. And of course, as she's out here and... Chelsea's just flinging construction material around, you know, she's exploring all this with her mouth, you know, you swallowing the screws. I thought I could get it done before you guys got back inside. Okay, how realistic was that? Because it looked simple. I was, <laughs> I was mistaken. <laughs> who else? Okay, anyone who's listening, who among you has never thought, oh, that looks simple enough. I can get that done real quick. And then it turned out to be a longer project than expected. So that, I think we've all been there. I don't think you, you accused, can fault me for that. You accuse me of narcissism, <laughs> but you just admit that you often overestimate your abilities. <laughs> so, uh, again. It's not like I think I can build a house. I'm not that delusional. But an entertainment center that's, like, very basic, yeah, I thought I could do that. Basic. It is How basically. do you define basic? Just, like... A couple Instructions are in English. <laughs> no Japanese. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. As as we can see, I think this uh, is already revealing, you know, a little bit more of what 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 I have to deal with on a, a daily basis here. You poor poor thing. Your <laughs> wife puts your furniture together for you, so you don't have to. She unclogs your toilets. And... Hey, we're bringing up. We're going. We're going beyond. You had one chance. <laughs> If you want to talk, you can talk, bring up unclogging the toilets next time. Next time. All right. You're right. I have a lot to choose from. Yeah. 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 You have something to choose from. So next, oh. we're going to go to our next segment. And this one I decided to call putting it to bed. Well, actually, okay. I can't take all the credit. This was the one point in scripting the show. Chelsea came up with an idea and I appreciated it. So uh, why don't you explain? There's a lot I've been holding on to in our relationship. And this is my final opportunity to get it out. Um, Are you so, holding yourself to this final opportunity? <laughs> Putting it to bed is we can bring up an issue from any point in our relationship, whether it was when we were dating, engaged, any, basically any time. It could have been years ago. Um, and we can bring it up, express our displeasure and frustration, and um, really express how we feel in a safe place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feeling real safe. I already see the redness in her face and the heat that's like coming off it in waves. It's getting hot in here. Yeah, it's getting very hot. Might need to turn the fan on. Um, so uh, yeah, I let che I let Chelsea decide. She was, you know, ready to jump on this. So what what you know what did you decide to pull out from the the past? The stroller incident from Disney World. Okay, let's go 2018. for it. Two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. It was a summer day, Orlando, so, Florida. Piper, for her third birthday, we decided to take her to Disney World. Uh, Chris's family lives out in Orlando, so um, we go out to visit them. And so we took her to Disney World for one day, and we had our stroller, um, our good stroller. And I our also, good it was stroller. our good stroller. Do we have multiple strollers? We had like you know the um flimsy umbrella stroller but oh, we brought okay. the good the like Graco stroller oh my gosh you're really milking this with All right. the cup holders and <laughs> okay so our deluxe our, our special stroller <laughs> the expensive up one for the good yes. occasion here okay so we brought that and we had our um like I brought my nice camera and so my camera bag and stuff again your nice camera we only had one camera nice camera we only had one camera we have cameras on our phones but I'm expressing <laughs> I didn't just bring a cheap camera like I brought a nice DSLR camera okay so we got the best stroller my nicest camera my best clothes you're only digging your my finest makeup and you're making okay. yourself look bad <laughs> We'll see. We'll I'm see what the audience says. I'm obviously going to win this whole episode because of how condescending you sound. But <laughs> I don't know if I'm the one who comes Anyways. across. Anyways. 
Okay. So um, we were we had just gone. And speaking off. of conciseness, uh, I, we don't even know where this story's going. At okay, I'll I'll hurry up. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Okay. So we got off the carousel and we we're getting ready to go to like the musical show. I can't remember what it's called. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're really remembering the details. So this is. It, it kind of, and digging up a past issue, it's important, I think, to have a clarity over what actually happened. I want happened. them to picture the scene. <laughs> I want to also add that we had been walking a lot. We were exhausted. Mm -hmm. And um, Piper had already lost her Mickey Mouse ears. So we had already gone through emotional ordeals. But anyways, Chris has a history of not following the rules. I want to really <laughs> emphasize that. He doesn't listen to rules, and he never listens to me when I tell him to follow the rules. He always brushes it off and it drives me crazy. Um, so we were going to go to this musical, which was like really close to where we got off at the carousel. So he wanted to put the stroller behind the carousel, kind of like by the gate. And um, Where there are plenty of other strollers. Yeah, and an employee telling those people who were trying to leave their strollers there, this isn't stroller parking and making them move. But because Chris saw that employee turned around and was seemingly walking away, he was like, oh, we can leave it here. It's not a big deal. It's not going to take us long. We'll be back. Um, and I told him, no, this is not a good idea. They're going to be back. Um, so, yeah. Um, where were we? <laughs> the kids started crying. It's kind of okay. hard to prove a point if you can't really remember what it I was. I get distracted by our kids. Gosh. Okay, so anyway, he didn't listen to me, so we left the stroller there. And I know better than to even try to go at it with him in those moments because he's, like, so adamant. Yeah. I'm, even though I knew I was right. Anyway, we go, there's no convincing we me go to the musical. We get out of the musical. And we go to the carousel, but oh, where's our stroller, Chris? It's nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. The it's dumb gone. employee it's gone. moved it. And it had so, my camera. It had my camera, which, okay, maybe I shouldn't have left my camera there, but, uh, still, or no, no, I, I had my camera with me, but it had the camera bag with the SD cards, which the SD cards had some valuable videos on it. Yeah, so um, I think anyone who's been to Disney can sympathize. There's not very clear delineated stroller parking. There's there's strollers there here, is, there's strollers everywhere. There is clear there's not ample parking, parking space. There, oh. It's the same reason I get in trouble when I was in college because you get in trouble for parking and not the designated student parking, but they don't provide enough spaces to begin with. They're already charging you for Mondo tuition and you have to pay a parking pass on top of that. Same with Disney. You're they're already charging you you're spending a thousand dollars in a day, and then the employee's going to be a stickler about where you put oh your stroller. Oh my gosh! So everybody it, else it had their stroller there. It took us over an hour to find our stroller. We had to ask an employee for help. We had to describe our stroller to him, and he was so nice. He went from stroller park parking area to stroller parking area looking for it and we only found it because he found it could have been a lawsuit on their hands oh it's a liability yeah no that's all on you anyway anytime you don't listen to me i just want to pull up stroller parking i mean you don't even listen to like the basic rules in society about what? parking you don't listen about vehicle parking either, so... Oh, I'll admit fault in this. I, I did take a risk. I, it was a calculated <laughs> risk, but the, 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 the potential harm and damage wasn't as bad as the incident I'm about to bring up. Uh, here we're talking uh, potential psychological trauma that my wife, in, <laughs> oh, wife inflicted. Oh my gosh, I know what you're going to bring so, up. I know what we're you're going to bring up. Chelsea has a phase where, you know, we're, after <laughs> living in her parents' house in her childhood bedroom, for uh, five years, we're four and a half. Four and a half. We're understandably getting a little stir crazy and wanting to fantasize about owning a home. Although at this point, we have neither income nor nor foreseeable future to afford a home. But so to feed these fantasies uh, in a very healthy way, we decided to go looking at model homes, posing like we actually had money to 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 seriously consider buying one. So we'd always have to come up with a story when we went to his model home because Chelsea was afraid that they'd call us out on it. Like, oh, you guys, what are you kids doing here looking at these model homes? Are you really serious uh, serious about this? So we're looking at this model home and we're admiring all the, all the interior decoration that they put up and 
there's this painting on the wall and uh, Chelsea very loudly starts to say, you know, there's nobody even watching us. We could just take this off the wall no, and okay. run with it. No, I did not say that. No, I didn't. Because I, I sell art, my art online and uh -huh. I was trying to update my online listings with like a nice scenic. That's the reason we were going to the model homes. You already got that wrong. <laughs> I needed no, like a stage. I needed a stage, like living room area, where I could Photoshop one of my paintings into it. Oh right. And I so I was talking about maybe we could just lift off that painting off the wall, and then that would make my Photoshopping work like that would cut it down in time, okay. make it easier for me. So we just wanted to borrow the wall space. <laughs> Basically, I was gonna put the painting back up. I wasn't like gonna okay, yeah, try yeah, to yeah, run yeah. off with. <laughs> Oh my god. It's not like the time you were a kid and stole candy from the store, you know. It's uh Um yeah, I was a little kid. Okay, anyway, yeah, so she has a criminal criminal tendency here, oh a little kleptom kleptom klepto tendency here. But as soon as she does this, the uh the realtor turns the corner in the room and it's obvious that he overheard the whole conversation and Chelsea goes white, white in the face, and before I know it, I, I'm holding the baby in my arms. She, she doesn't try to explain it or just laugh it off or just, you know, like any normal person was, just pretend like she never said it. You know, she bolts. She just runs out I the door. You were following me. I <laughs> and she you leaves me and the child to face the potential consequences. I thought you, you could have called the cops. I thought you would know to follow me. If you see somebody run off as fast as they can, you follow. Yeah. And that's instinctual. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's zombie apocalypse and the hordes if coming I toward say, me holding your child. If I and you just bolt and you just assume, you know, we're not getting eaten. If by, I looked at you and went look, oh let's zombies. go follow me, let's go, like, oh we gotta run. Like that would make it look even worse. I thought I needed to be quiet and just head toward the exit, about, and I thought that you would know to follow me. What about playing it cool to begin with? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't exactly. <laughs> there we go. I think that I think you just admitted a loss here. I don't At know. At least I can admit my mistake. I admitted my mistake with oh, the stroller yeah, parking. But totally what was the, the long-lasting damage is our child sees their mother run off. Oh, she wasn't even one. She doesn't remember anything. When, when the situation gets tough, we know where Chelsea stands. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we definitely aren't robbing a bank anytime soon. Oh, no, that's way too much pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we've uh, covered putting it to bed, so we're going to move to uh, our next segment. Our uh, spousal education or re-education. Uh, this is this is my idea, where I thought we would each have a chance to take a topic we feel our spouse could use some additional help or instruction in. Uh, I, I think something that Chelsea would probably pick for me is some pop culture. Uh, I was always kind of sheltered growing up, didn't really know a lot of pop music, didn't know what was cool, what wasn't. You know, so Chelsea, Chelsea's having to teach me a lot of things about like who these alternative bands are and who these movie stars are and what this movie is or cultural references. So anyway, she's trying to make me cool. And um, that's that's the direction I'm thinking you're going to take it. I'm interested to see. You're completely wrong. Oh, really? Let's see. <laughs> I think I want you to better yourself in the home. <laughs> okay. How much better can I get? Come on. Um, I wanted to specifically discuss your loading of the dishwasher and how chaotic and incorrect it is like i don't even know is what there you're, a correct i don't way? even know what you're thinking I when you're putting the thing that i don't understand chris is you are so neat and so organized and very particular about putting things in a space in our in like the rest of our home mm -hmm. like everything having a space and you knowing how to put it there but then you look in the dishwasher and it's like you're not even the same person. You just throw things in there. Things get, you put like a bowl face up so it just collects all the water and it doesn't even get clean. It just collects water with like food particles in it. Okay, so 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 when you go in the shower, do you think it matters if you do it in an organized fashion? As long as everything gets wet, it's going to get clean, right? That's the same thing with no, the dishes. No, look up, look up. <laughs> look up. I just read an article There's about... There's an article. <laughs> Who's writing articles? Loading. Probably women like you. About, <laughs> you know, if you don't load it correctly, not all of your dishes get cleaned. There's p different positions of the jets inside. If you 
over cram it in certain areas, other dishes will not get clean. See, I think that's just a myth because honestly, <sighs> I kind of start to doubt that the dishwasher does anything. And I think a lot of people can agree with me. I feel like, you know, even if you leave a little speck, of, you have to scrape it all off to begin with. So the problem is when you load unclean dishes in there and it comes out still unclean, it's because they weren't rinsed off with. So we're not with. even going to They would just have a crap dishwasher. But I, I really, you're, you're just wanting the steam, the sanitation, and it doesn't really matter where it's where it's put, you know, really. Especially the crappy. I don't know, where does the water even come out from the bottom, from the sides? The sides. From the sides, okay. Yeah, I mean, this is something they don't teach you in high school. I mean, school. all you have <laughs> to do is stick your head in and look around. Take a look. Yeah. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's not like... I mean, you you're going, I, Chris, you're going to go to medical school next semester and you, <laughs> you can't even figure out how to load a dishwasher. Well, I, I guess I'm not going to have to do much dishes while in medical school, hopefully. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm for. So what's the proper way then? You never even, uh, you haven't even taught me. Okay. You put them in and they orderly oh, define not, orderly this isn't even complicated i'm just asking for some order don't just it honestly it literally looks like you just tossed them in place them in a you know there's lines put them in lines put the bowls and the cups face down put the lids to the sippy cups down so that they don't collect water i put them down <laughs> oh my gosh no you do not i look inside there and i'm like what was happening i should call you over for inspection before before we uh start you should i should teach you mm -hmm. okay all right see i i'm, I'm open to instruction here I'm, I'm humble enough to admit where maybe i can learn a thing or two all right, for, for now it's my shot to uh, for some uh, education, and I was stuck between two topics, so I thought I would list both and give you the choice, Chels. Put the power in your hands. Oh my gosh, that's not even fair. So choice you're, you're A. You're like listing two. You're not addressing one, but you still get two in for everybody to hear. I just I just want to see you're what you feel. What you're more interested in learning? It's like in school, you have a curriculum. Oh. <laughs> you have multiple options. Okay, well, don't say it out loud because I can see it right here on the screen. I'll choose. No, no, I'm reading both no, out because no, I'm reading all the audience here. I'm so edit, a, I'll edit it out. No. I know how to edit, and you don't. I, so I, I want to see what the out. audience would have listened. Because then we can do the next next time. Okay, so you're choice such a cheese. Choice A. This is not fair, Chris. Because <laughs> you feel you're losing, and that's no, because it's just annoying. It's just annoying. Okay, so topic A, we can discuss how to teach children to properly dispose of their boogers. Chelsea has her own particular way, and we'll discuss why that is not appropriate. Or B, we can go. We can cover proper shower etiquette. I'll just leave it at that. So, which which topic do you feel more inclined to You're learn about? You're so messed up doing this. I'm the messed up one. We'll leave that to the crowd to decide. We just present the issues here. We're we're not passing judgment. Um, let's just pick your poison. You're so. I don't even know. What I know to I choose. couldn't. I couldn't decide either. They're both so important. I guess we'll. Go. <laughs> this is making me really mad. Good, um, good. Mission accomplished. I guess we'll go with um, shower etiquette. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this, I'm going to pull the audience here. Um, is it? Is it? No, no, no. I changed my mind. Too late. Is it okay? It, uh, we'll just do this once. You know, okay, in, in the bathroom. Gonna, wait, 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 no, no, no. I don't. Too late. Conclude. Too late. No. I am gonna lose this round. I no, already know I'm gonna lose. This <laughs> oh, round. now you say. So I, let's just leave it up to, to the crowd. We'll see what the what the general population believes. So uh, it was my understanding that there's both a toilet and a shower for separate <laughs> purposes, but. Chelsea thought, why not combine them into multi-use? Why not pee in the shower? Oh, it saves time. It's sterile. I don't need to then so scrub with 409 because my pee will sterilize it. It'll kill anything <laughs> down there, right? And, and, and it gets washed down the drain anyway, right? So, you know, I yeah, could so be that's wrong. That's exactly but what I said to you. I always thought it was proper shower etiquette to not pee, <sighs> to hold your pee. I mean, maybe it's the warmth of the shower that so, relaxes okay. the bladder. Are you telling me you've never peed in the shower? 
look at me in the eyes <laughs> and tell me you, you're above that, that well, you've never done I, that. I realize since I've been signing in probably your remnants of pee for the past five, seven oh years, I might as well add my own pee. Kind of balance, maybe the pH in my pee will counterbalance the, the acidity oh, in your Oh, please. So, no, you just... <laughs> Uh, okay. okay, and no, then no, here's no, no. the other one. So that was just one. So we no, let's that. address that before moving on oh, to okay. the second part if you of want your to topic. Address it. Which, by the way, it's kind of messed up that this actually is like two in one. That it's you're shower etiquette. It's, okay, a, it's, a, well, it's an entire okay. topic. Okay. Well, then I could have gone with kitchen etiquette and talked about more than you just could've. a dishwasher. But you whatever. Lost opportunity. Okay. So peeing in the shower. I don't go. Hey, I need to take a shower. Hey, you know what? I need to go pee right now, but I could also use a shower. Why don't I just go and kill two birds with, no, with one stone? No, that's not what happens. I'm in the shower. I suddenly feel the urge to pee. I don't want to get out of the shower, sit on the toilet, and make the toilet seat wet or have to, like, towel off, which it's not, like, really quick to towel off and not make the seat wet at all. Um, you wouldn't understand that because you can stand in peace, so you don't get to judge me. Oh, so you're actually being courteous here. See, it's my theory because there's only two times I ever see you pee. And, and these must just be your triggers. Maybe it was childhood trauma, I don't know. But when the shower head goes on, psh, maybe that noise, that triggers you to pee. The other thing, triggers, I don't pee the other thing that triggers the other time. thing the other thing that triggers you to pee is when I'm about to pee. It's like it sounds like animalistic caveman instinct that like oh one toilet me run husband you toilet no me go first me can't wait it's like it's like with our kid quinn today you know she she waits till the last second to pee and maybe it's genetic maybe it's just passed down i don't know i mean it's just like a scarcity of resource i think that's what it is when the toilet's there all day open and free no, the thing you, is, you don't no, think to use it. But okay. when, but when it, when it's about to be occupied, you panic and oh. like, what if I have to pee in the next one minute when he pees? I can't hold it that long. I got to get out now. No, <laughs> that's what no, I think. Happens. I don't. Okay, first of all, I don't do that every single time you get up to pee. Sometimes, if I have, sometimes I have to pee, but I hold it because like it's a little inconvenient. Because once again. It's more inconvenient for women to go pee than it is for a man. There's more involved. Granted. Excellent. Let me finish. Anyway, so then you get up to go pee, and I'm like, wow, I really should go now before he goes because he takes a long time to pee. You don't take Even a long for time a guy. to pee. Yes, you do. How long do you think it take to pee? Chris, do you want me to go into it? You can time it. Yeah, I do not take that long you to do. pee. You do. You stand there for a long time before you can even start. Well, you got to draw patterns. It's not just a straight shot. No, I mean, like, it takes you a while to even get the stream going. I got to relax. Because you're standing, you know yeah, why? Well, you know because what? I don't have to see, relax. Because I'm so tense because it, you're right? standing behind my back and you're waiting for me to pee. <laughs> and, and I don't know if, you know, it's... Plus, you know, as a guy, you know, like, if you're a girl and you're trying to escape from your children for a little bit, you can sit down and kind of wait it out in the bathroom, you know. But for a guy, you know, you, you, you don't want to rush it either. You know, I could rush it, but, you know, why not enjoy, you know, go with the flow. Enjoy the flow. So I think we already covered proper urination. Um, did you have anything else to add on that? No. No? Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, the, the other half I wanted to cover with proper shower etiquette is, um, and, and maybe this is just something a guy, I mean, I, maybe if I had longer hair, I would understand, but I, just to put it this way, I'm, I'm taking my shower, I'm enjoying my time and I, I, I brush my, my hand goes out to steady myself on the wall and I feel this, what are this you doing prickly. In the shower that you steady yourself you know just sometimes you want to lean against what the wall the a little bit you just you want you do the one arm lean while the shower is just is nice and warm so you're, you're doing the one arm lean and then you know you feel something uh against my fingers okay, and i, I want look to know and from I, everyone who ends up listening to this do I you bet, do the one arm lean i bet guys do the one arm lean but anyway doing my one arm lean and uh, i noticed there's some something like a horror movie uh there's like a message on on the wall made of human hair uh, at first, I thought I was maybe imagining it, 
but it looked like it was my name. It, it looked like someone. It looked like someone trying to write my name, and I was like, at a point, I, I was getting rid of the band of the doubt. I'm like, did this just happen? How's this hair just get here? You know, I've been noticing a lot of hair for the past years, and sometimes it looks like it's, you know, I'm like, how does the hair get all the way up there? And I think maybe it just sheds that way naturally. And then I come out to discover, no, she's purposely, you know, as she showers, I guess, and runs her fingers through her hair. My she hair takes falls out all her the hair time. falls out, and she decides to just paste it on the side of the wall and just leave it there until it until it gets nice and dry. And it's not good to let it go down the drain. It's better to leave it posted. It's like some sort of abstract art. I mean, why don't you do? Do you want a clogged shower? <laughs> okay. So let me ask, uh, especially ladies, is this is this common? Do you do you is it okay to just stick your hair up there? Do you do you just leave? what do you do after? What's the what's the game plan? Is it just supposed to stay there? I mean, because either you're going to throw it away, I guess, in the trash, or it's going to eventually it make its way down the drain. Eventually. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. How many times have you collected your hair off the sides of the bathroom? Quite a few. Yeah? yeah? Okay. So, yeah, that's, those are my main complaints, you know? Otherwise, your shower etiquette, it's pretty good. You don't take obscenely long showers, or you don't hog all the hot water. I can't, can't think of anything else to complain about. Now that we're done with that, we just got our last segment here before we go to our final parting shots. Uh, we're going to be talking about our proud parenting moment for the week. Uh, so this is, you know, either a moment of excellent parenting or something we observed among our children that we just want to share. Uh, for me, my proud parenting moment. So every, every night, part of our bedtime routine with the girls is they love to share a story and they like to make up their own stories uh, it kind of I don't it just kind of naturally started I started making up stories that had to do with things they like they like mermaids I make up a story that they meet mermaids uh, and and they just love it they just eat it up and so they always want a bedtime story and they want to make up their own which is great and you know inspires creativity so I think it's this a, is why you should do bedtime every night I, I, maybe I should you know I should but then you would miss out on that nurturing time, you know, they, they need, you know, I can't be the only voice in the chat, <laughs> you know, when they, when they think back to their bedtime, you know, when they're older and they're like, you know, mom, where, where was mom in the evenings? It's mommy's time off, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, Piper is coming up with her story and lately she's been really into dinosaurs. Uh, she's five years old uh, and, you know, I get tired of watching the same Peppa Pig and whatever You've cartoons he's watching like one time and that was today yeah anyway <laughs> you must be really tired. i was like why don't we mix it up and why don't we play some animal videos on youtube you know something educational national geographic and then these uh really bad cgi dinosaurs it, it looks terrible it's bloody and violent yes but it's very fake looking it's very it's like, not too maybe not to a five-year-old <laughs> i mean five-year-old me back in 1990s it would have been you know, state of the art, but I guess to a millennial child, even to think of uh, your average millennial five-year-old, I guess they're not She's millennial, not Gen millennial. Y. Yeah, you know, you're, you're 21st century child, I guess. So she loves watching the dinosaur videos, especially the violent ones. She likes to see the dinosaurs eat the other dinosaurs, which is, I guess, maybe concerning. I didn't think much of it until her story, but I loved her little Piper twist on it, her little childhood take on it. So she, she makes up this story and she says, okay, once upon the time, there's all these dinosaurs and there's this dinosaur king. And she said the dinosaur's king blood was the color of a rainbow. Oh, okay, rainbow colored blood. That's, that's pretty incredible. It's thinking outside the box. And then she says, not only does it look like a rainbow, she says it tastes like cotton candy. And he says the dinosaur king knew this and he wanted everyone to be able to taste it. So he let all the other dinosaurs eat him and kill him, basically, and enjoy <laughs> his blood because he knew that they would like it. Jeez, and that was her story. So vicious. And I was she so proud. Into violence. It was vicious, but it was also showed compassion, sacrifice, <laughs> thinking of others. Like if my blood tasted if, that good, that would be selfish of me to I give it to myself. When I overhear her playing with toys with Quinn, I hear her go, "Cut his head off!" Like she's. <laughs> Yes, she has some uh, some psychopathic tendencies, but yeah. So, but I think it's it's a it's. I mean, be honest, Chelsea. As, as addicted as you get to your little, to your favorite foods, your your Dr. Peppers and 
and your uh what else do you have your your twinkies my twinkies when's the last time you saw me eat a twinkie your hostesses i've had you a know. twinkie since like 2010 your packaged products so if you found i would be terrified honestly if you found out my blood tasted as good as dr pepper i'd be sucked right at night oh. i'd be a dead corpse i think you'd be safe <laughs> so that was my moment what about you chelsea um, my proud moment was when Piper said that she, she was telling us about this boy from school that she has a crush on. And oh, this she, ties into my other subject. Yeah, well, we're not going into that <laughs> subject because you said that. We well, you need to give some background that. to why this is so funny. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this in the way that works with my narrative because this is my turn. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, so she often talks about this boy that she thinks is cute, and she's told me before that she wants to marry him. And for some reason, he came up in conversation again. And she hasn't seen him since... I mean, she hasn't been in school since, uh, since beginning of March because of the quarantine stay-at-home order. And she started talking about him and how she misses him and that she goes, I'm going to marry him. And I asked her, well, why do you want to marry him? And she says, because he eats his, or he's not, he eats. Sorry, I don't, that is not what she said. Okay. Is that what you wanted her to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> she goes, because he picks his nose just like I do. Yes. And I want to. Chelsea no, was no, so no, proud. No, <laughs> Let me explain. Let's say how how I'm twisted this proud. is. This is I'm, your proud parenting moment. I'm not proud that like oh, should be your horrified parenting moment. Picking noses. I'm proud because she can recognize that you should go for somebody who is like-minded and has similar interests. That's like yeah. the foundation of a good relationship. We want her to sink to her lowest level. <laughs> as long as it's the same level, it doesn't matter if it's the lowest she, level. We want her to meet someone who matches she's that. able to express her feelings and who's, who she's interested in with Yeah, me. and I, I, this may just be me, but maybe this all comes from, you know, Chelsea's asking her about boy she's interested in and it's and it's pre-k I, I remember and preschool, why even put that in your head i had a crush on when i was in preschool i had so many crushes on yeah. so many it doesn't boys. help when you're interrogating your child which boy do you have a crush on which one do you think is cute <laughs> i'm just asking her about her day <laughs> yeah so anyway dinosaur blood picking boogers you know you can give us your thoughts about which one I guess you'd be more scared if your if your child brought up, you know, which would be a more of a concerning sign. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we're we're near the end of the show here. We're gonna go for our last parting shots. We get our last chance to uh, to I guess embarrass each other or you know take a take a fun little jab at each other, little tease, little light teasing. So for uh, for me, I had a couple funny things talk about this uh this week one was we were on this drive so it's chelsea's birthday and you know she hasn't had an in and out burger for over a year now and she grew up on these things i mean they're in her blood and she craves them she's been having dreams about them so yeah, anyway a lot about a lot of she was really sad because she said oh everything's closed for quarantine we're gonna have nothing fun or significant to do but lo and behold we find there is an in and out within just a short four-hour drive from where Three we live. Hours three hours and 40 minutes. Three hours and 40 minutes. Don't exaggerate. So anyway, we drive three hours and 40 minutes from here, Yakima, Washington, all the way to, uh, what was it, south of Portland. It's Sela. Salem. 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 We go to Salem. But we then proceed to also, wait. Let's also emphasize that, like, when you're in quarantine, you're willing to go drive a long time because you're at least out of the house. What else do you have to do with your day? It's true. That's why I suggested it. So we drove three hours and 40 minutes. We then waited in line for our burger for an hour and a half in the longest multi-tiered, convoluted, fast food line I've ever been in. But it, it had three it. different lanes. They were coning off different sections. They had different checkpoints. It was insane. It was the big, there was, must have been at least 100 cars in front of us. And, and they were handing those out as fast as they could. So anyway, 
it's been five hours by the time we finally sink our teeth into these burgers. But I will say, these were probably the best burgers you've ever had after five hours of waiting. I like how you said sink your teeth. Yeah. I mean, we're just talking, but you're still, it's like you're writing a novel and you, yeah. I always wanted to write a book. If we weren't being recorded, I'm not, you would not have said sink your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, you know, I, I'm generally, mm. I try to use a higher level of vocabulary. I try to use all the words in the English language that I can think of. I try to not limit myself. It's like going to a salad bar. You're not going to just stick with the same boring variety. You want to, you want to, you know, Most try something different. stick with what they know. Okay, okay. Anyway... Yeah, so we, by the time we get back, it's 10 hours. So my, my question to you is, worth it or not, 10 hours for an In-N-Out burger after one year of no burger, would you do it? I'm, I'm curious. Um, along the way, the real funny part is we see this yellow sign and these big black bold letters, and it says, rent a cat, C-A-T all capital and so I want to Chelsea sees this sign and she goes oh look it's a cat rental business who would want to rent a cat she's like that's so cool and I'm like Chelsea that's not like the cat that's not like the furry cute little animal that's like the uh you no, know the construction machines no you did not machines. say that to me once we got closer and I saw the machines I was like oh, I immediately wait, knew that's not the animal yeah you didn't she thought and then like like she, a hero she thought it would story. and she she said nobody she said everybody would think it was renting a I cat, didn't the say actual cat. Everybody, I said a lot of people would. There are pet rentals. I've heard of puppy rentals. Mm -hmm. I hadn't heard of a cat rental yet. So if you saw but a big sign that says rent a pup, rent a dog. I, I mean, that's more straightforward, I guess. There's not anything else I could be probably confused for. I don't think it's that embarrassing or that unheard of to think. And my last parting shot, I just got to mention, I have a new fun nickname for Chelsea. Uh, she's always have fun nicknames for me, You're so and clever. whenever I get a chance, you know, you, you gotta capitalize. So, Chelsea, you know, when I was asking her opinion on a bunch of things this week, and she would never want to give me an answer. She'd always say things like, "Oh, I, I just need time, you know. I just need time to digest and chew on it and really think it through, you know." And she talked really slow like this, and so I was like, "Man, you're like, you're you're just like Treebeard." Treebeard from the Lord of the Rings. Have you seen it? You know, the Ents. They take a long time to say things because it must be very worthwhile to say if it's worth saying at all. You're hilarious. So my yeah. new my new nickname is Treebeard Chelsea. Oh when she when she I take a little extra time to process things sometimes, not even all the time. The only time you do not take extra time is when I need to pee, and you need to get there before oh. me. <laughs> you're so clever. You know, you're no longer tree beer, Chelsea. Wow. Okay, so that's it. Yeah. No. I, I put my left jabs okay. in there. Yeah, no, no. I'll, uh, you get your chance to retort. Now it's my turn. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the reason, like, how we came up with the title, Superior Spouse. Mm-hmm. It it's is a great title. <laughs> I came up with Thanks to me, though. Yeah. You never would have come up with it if it weren't for me. So it's true. My own superior Chris title. Chris has a is nice little side personality. He's usually like. Side a, personality. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would say it's my main personality. Yeah, I think actually it's probably your true nature. I don't have multiple personality he, disorder. He is usually. <laughs> you're such a nice, fun loving, polite person. But he also gets very factual and knowledgeable of certain subjects and also kind of sometimes brings a little bit of arrogance and superiority when he talks to me if I have an opinion that he feels has been disproved or is not legitimate, then he likes to superiorly is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. He likes to talk You had the to English me. teacher for mom, not me. He likes to explain why he is correct, but in this tone and manner that he is obviously acting superior. Just he see, believes to be superior in every way. And so I I have no him, idea what I that tone even him, sounds like. Oh, you just once we play this back you'll know exactly. So um I started naming him Superior Chris and when he talks to me like that I just address him as superior chris so that's how this podcast became named superior spouse um you're i like welcome. to think it as straightforward straight, straight how about straightforward chris 
very straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so my second embarrassing moment for you is um, when you pronounced Kesha, the very popular pop singer, as Keisha. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> Dying of shame. Well, I when, should know better. Um, well, let's see. You mispronounced mispronounce <laughs> you mispronounce mispronounce <laughs> yeah you did this way you said no, mispronounced <laughs> it's oh funny as she gosh. mocks my mispronouncing you can't pronounce like anything right though i can't at least pronounce pronounce right you say milk <laughs> as in milk with an e instead of an i it's it's a southern you accent it's a crayons, florida thing you call crayons crowns which confuses our children um, you call pillows pillows. I don't know why. You switch a lot of I's with E's in your words. You thought Steven Spielberg was Steven Spielsberg. Man, you're just unloading could, everything you can think on, of. But anyway, okay, my last one is when we were hiking with Kent and Kendra. They told me about this. Oh. That you... <laughs> this one totally looked like a rock. It looked like a rock. <laughs> There was you like don't an expect to see an article clothing out in the wilderness. There was an abandoned gray sweatshirt that had snowflakes on it. And you said, oh, look, a, a snowflake rock. No. But it wasn't a rock. It looked like it, it had looked like it had little patterns, like snowflakes. I thought it was like a unique rock. <laughs> Maybe somebody had graffiti. I don't know. But just seeing it, it's a little concerning because why is that jacket out there in the middle of nowhere? People leave things, Chris. Yeah. That's not uncommon or surprising. I don't know what... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Anyway. Really? Lost for words. I'm done now. That's great. If I can get you at a loss for words with this, then that's, that's, that's a win for me. Don't worry. We won't <laughs> be speaking for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Thanks for listening to this. Uh, I hope you found this funny, entertaining, and maybe even enlightening some way. Please share this with your friends and family. We'll be posting a poll on Instagram under an account by the same name, hashtag Superior Spouse Podcast. Go ahead and vote for who you think was the Superior Spouse this episode, and we will reveal who the winner is next week. Now, this is our first time going for this, and so, you know, I think Chelsea's just getting warmed up. You know, I, I, I feel I, w I performed pretty strongly, yeah, we'll I'll have to say. we'll see if this continues. We'll see what kind of stamina you have with this. <laughs> we'll see if you we'll get some edge. We'll see if this is a legitimate project of yours or if this will end up like your, your survivalist hobby and <laughs> die as fast as it was. Hey, hopefully we won't die as fast as everyone else because of my survival hobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... I mean, when you start medical school, I don't, I don't know how we're going to, we'll see. So anyway, yeah, I hope you found some entertainment, enjoyment, simulated some spirited discussion with your spouse, maybe, and put a smile on your face. Thanks for listening. This is Chris Rasky. This is my wife. Say hi. Say bye. 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 Chelsea. All right, till next time.